Welcome to Eclipse, to Heroes podcast, where two old school Heroes fangirls, well, we've rewatched the show, we've talked about it a lot, but now we're doing the spinoff. My name is Keisha. And I'm Rachel. And this week we are, God, uh, antepenultimate, right? Is we're that the term? There. Yeah. Yeah, that is the term. I know I've been drinking, but that is the term. <laughs> that is a word. That's a real word, I swear. <laughs> Yeah, antepenultimate means before penultimate, and then penultimate is before the finale. Um, gotcha. mm-hmm. uh, which is the long way of saying we only have a couple of uh, episodes left. Woo! Um, Woohoo! So, but before we get into all that, uh, we do have a little bit of Heroes News Network. Yeah, I did like an old radio thing, and then like you did an older radio thing. That is what we do. We go. It's like Heroes News Network. Um, so, yeah. Um, kind of funny that the two people we talk about spent a lot of screen time together and are friends in real life. Um, yeah. But, uh, I'll take the Quinto if you want to take the the Belly Bell. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Um, apparently, Mr. Quinto is um, going to be part of a pilot for NBC. It's a medical drama called Wolf. Um it is apparently um, a TV series that is inspired by um, the Oliver Sacks books, uh, The Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat and an Anthropologist on Mars, which are, like, really, really popular um, uh, psychology books. People mm-hmm. still look for those today. Um, but, yeah, it, he's playing um, revolutionary neurologist and his team of interns, like a house vibe, I guess, um, as they explore the last great frontier, the human mind, while also grappling with their own relation- relationships and mental health. And, like I said to Rachel, the man can't stay away from brains. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, so that'll be interesting. I'm like, oh god, am I gonna watch a medical show for him? Not like I haven't for other people, but yeah, probably. So Yeah. Um it's it's executive produced by a lot of people, but particularly Greg Berlenti's part of it, so that's kinda cool. Yeah. He's got a lot of television success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kinda like uh I don't know, like a, a more firm return to television maybe like i know he was in ahs but you know this is like this is network yeah this is network network not streaming network baby yeah this is not streaming this is not cable like yeah he's on nbc he's back home he's back home on nbc who'd thunk yeah i'm sure it'll be fine i'm not gonna watch it but that's (laughs) Quite You're sweet. like I value my time. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't quite seem. Don't like worry, my bag. I'll, I'll, I'll talk at you about it. Yeah, if you watch it, <laughs> I can't even say anything about that because it's too true. <laughs> you got me there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can't, can't try to shade me it's saying truly, I'm not going to watch it when I don't know if you're going to watch it. It truly is wild how our roles have reversed. Like, I'm really amused by it. I truly am. Yeah. Because yeah. you watch so much stuff now, and I'm like, ooh. Well, I've got all <laughs> kinds of TV stuff to talk about. All kinds yeah. of TV stuff to talk about. it. And if you want to hear us talk about what we're into, you should go listen to From Beyond Fandom. <laughs> Hell Yeah. Because we had we talk a lot more on there about the various things. You'll see the how I am now the TV person, and Keisha has delved into another realm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um. Yeah. Kinda. Kinda. Sorta. Mm-hmm. Just re-delved, really. Um, yes. Yeah. Fair. Fair. I mean, like no one. I, I, the internet wasn't such a thing when I was obsessed with music when I was like sixteen or whatever. So yeah, I was just new that I can. I can uh, annoy people all over the world about it. <laughs> so. uh, yeah, but then that's not the only bit of casting news. Rachel, take it away. All right. So as she said, we've got uh, Kristen Bell has also been um, made a lead on an unlikely relationship comedy series ordered at Netflix. So she's going to be on streaming and not for the first time on Netflix either because she was also on the house street window whatever <laughs> thing you know and she, yes. it is the project centers on the unlikely relationship between an irreverent outspoken agnostic woman and an unconventional rabbi and i love how tv line was like they haven't said who she's playing and we're hoping the rabbi but then they updated saying it no she's the, the 
irreverent lead and the male <laughs> rabbi has not been cast yet so oh uh, what a shame yeah. they, they that would have been fun to do mm-hmm. it the other way around i agree <laughs> but you know yeah, sure yeah, yeah. yeah. It depends on who's playing the lead is is kind of where again I'm at, I, I probably won't watch that, that right away or not <laughs> <laughs> but you know Ooh. Yeah, I mean, again, like maybe yeah, if there's like fine. a lot of good buzz about it and stuff, perhaps. But you know, and a really good male lead, like they they hire the perfect person, you'll be like, yeah, all right, maybe. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're we're in pilot season. We're gonna get a lot more of this, like I know casting stuff, I know. and maybe with any luck, we'll get some more of our heroes' favorites getting announced, being in new things, and maybe yeah, something I want to watch. Like what the fuck? Yeah. What's David Andrews up to, and why can't he golfing? Do this? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me that. Oh, I hate that answer. That's an awful answer. Just, based on I'm my knowledge, let's it. guess. God, I don't actually I know. It. Boo. <laughs> golfing and drinking White Claw sounds about oh, accurate. Jesus, that's all terrible. I hate it. All right. Um, so, yeah, just a little bit of casting news. As uh, Rachel mentioned, it is pilot season. And plus, you know, Netflix is always casting. So. Mm-hmm. That's true. Just thought it'd be interesting to have them as the news items, considering, like I said, they spend a lot of screen time together. So it's like, oh, hey, look, it's themed. But we're not talking about those two characters that they played on that old show. No, we're talking about Heroes Reborn, which doesn't have either of those people in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... Like I said, we're we're almost done. I know it doesn't seem like it because we're really drawing this out, but uh, we are actually almost done. With the show, but again, we've got other things to talk about after. <laughs> yeah, and a whole other podcast. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, no, um, you can tell we're almost done because this is really like the classic heroes getting everyone where they need to be uh, episode. To the extreme at so. the end, yes. <laughs> Literally. I know. I forgot about that. I kind of liked it. I thought that was a, a neat touch. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You want to kick things off? Yeah. We are season one, episode 11, send in the clones. <laughs> so. Send them in. We start off in Bedford, Missouri. And Luke and Melina roll up to this, like, um, sports goods store. And she's got Noah's broken glasses. And she's like, you know, he said he'd never leave. How he'd disappear. And, um... He wouldn't want to, like, you know, leave because he promised that he'd get her to where she needs to go. Wonders if Kravid took him, etc. But Luke is like, don't worry. I'll stay by your side. You don't, you know, we don't need your grandpa. He just met again for the first time (laughs) and loves you and just kind of vanished. Kind of got crushed by a car, but not really. (laughs) Anyway. Um... So they go in the hunting store and people are obviously stocking up because it's like, oh, there's bad weather. There's all these like bad storms in the Midwest going on right now. And there's even an... Did that hit kind of close to home for you? Uh, a little bit. God, it freaking limbs everywhere anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the only way that is familiar to me is like the pandemic of it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I never went into the stores except for one time, I think, when it was all going down. But you, you live in, like, storm mm-hmm. world. It's always doing that shit for you. So I'm sure that's probably a familiar sight to you. Yeah, it really depends on what storm's coming up. And usually if there's a storm coming up, we go several days before, so we're not, like, in that mess of the people, like, the night before. But <laughs> Sure. But yeah, I, I, I get that. I don't know if I'd want to be buying MREs at a sporting goods store, though, and, like, <laughs> some of the stuff other people Ugh. were buying... But the reason the reason that they're there is because Luke needs bullets it's because his gun's out and he's like, you know, if there's no sun, I can't use my power. So I got to have backup. And she's all like, I can use my power whenever I want. La la la. And he even offers to buy her a gun because they're in Missouri. And she's like, nah, but please buy me this camo, te- <laughs> this camo shirt right here because it kind of reminds me of Pharaoh, which is kind of sweet. It's kind of adorable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Got to get those bullets. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love that. He's like, we're in Missouri. I could literally buy you a gun right now. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, nah, I'm good. Zing. Yeah. She probably wouldn't even if she wasn't good. That's just who Melina is. Yeah. She seems so, like, uh, pacifist and stuff. I bet she doesn't even know how to fire one. Yeah, probably not. Uh, You know, I I don't don't think that was part of her training. I don't think they'd want her to rely on it. 
You know what I mean? Sure. They want to, like, have yeah. her build up that power she's got, so. Of course. But I mean, like, yeah, you know, and, like, realistically speaking, you'd want her to be prepared to take care of herself without the power. But I know that their timeline was pretty yes. tight. Yes. So. Yeah. Indeed. So, we go over to Harris, who's in a car with Quentin and Phoebe. And someone got video of Melina stopping the electric storm. And so they, because there's a bunch of closed roads, are waiting on a side road that they'll have to pass through to get to Odessa to intercept them. And Phoebe is just like, cold-hearted, I can't wait to kill that little bitch. (laughs) And Quentin is like, um, okay, why can't we just take her alive? And we didn't notice that there's like two Harrises in the front seat, because why not? (laughs) And they're like, yeah, <laughs> Erica's, Erica's made it clear she wants her dead, no taking her alive, etc. And Quentin's bothered about it, especially because she's not that much younger than Phoebe, but Phoebe is very much not bothered about it at all. She's just like, I'm going to kill her, fuck off. And <laughs> when the Harrises are like, are we going to have a problem? Quentin's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. So, yeah. You picked your side, freaking Quentin. <laughs> this is... <laughs> I know, right? Can't be getting those cold feet now, buddy. Yep, yep, yep. You know what you're, like, around. Mm-hmm. He had those rose-colored glasses. He's back with his sister. It's what he wanted, you know? Even though he never really was separated from yeah, her in the first place. Yeah, because he wanted place. how his sister used yeah. to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. True enough. So, from there, we go over to Tommy and Miko. Holy shit. I love it that I put Luke and Miko in my notes. Awesome. Great. 10 out of 10. You sure did. You sure did. 10 out of 10. All right. (laughs) We're almost done with this fucking show, and I still call him fucking Luke. No skips. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, what is she talking about? Um... (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. I put girl Tommy on Melina, like, on several of my notes. So, you know that. Yeah. So, we go over to Miko and Tommy, and they pop into Gateway in the future. And he's like, oh my god, I know you. And he shows her that she's Katana Girl from Ninth Wonders. Mm-hmm. So, he's he's quite aware of who she is. And uh, he's like, yeah, my mom said these comics foretold my future. And, you know, it's funny, because whenever... He starts saying stuff like that or, like, something that his mom's going to say later on. You start to kind of wonder, like, oh, God, I think Tommy has a bad future. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think he's supposed to live during this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, you get worried. You get, like, uh, you get, like, Peter sacrificing himself vibes for real. And then, like, Nathan, you know, basically doing the same thing. Um, but we'll get there. So he's like, yeah, my mom said these comics foretold my future. And so he's, like, showing her the panels and stuff and... But unfortunately, as we all know, she's not a real physical being, so she's a digital construct, and she's starting to glitch out real bad. Yep. Which is not good, because we need her, which is proven in this episode. So then we see we see Erica and um, Miko's... See, and I forgot his name, so I said Miko's dad. So that's what he is in my mm-hmm. notes. Otomo. So that's cool. Yep. Otomo. Um, yeah, I saw it in your notes. I was like, oh yeah. So um, Erica and Otomo... And she's asking, like, you know, is the Eternal Fortress gone? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, we'll rebuild it. And she's pissed. Mm -hmm. Like, she's super pissed that things are not going her way with this. And that he is outwardly, you know, disobeying her. And uh, he's just like, well, you know, Miko's just doing what Miko's designed to do. Like, that's the thing about constructs. They are very single-minded. And she just wants to crush him like a bug. And she's not even acting like any other way uh, in this scene. And it's so great, though, because he's the only one capable of fixing any of these problems. So it's like a fun back and forth where she just wants to smash him and she can't. And she hates that. Yep. Um, But she does have uh, one card still, as we all know. And so she leans in and she's like, do your job or I'll kill your actual daughter in front of you and then I'll kill you. (laughs) Rare. (laughs) You wouldn't do that. You just told him he's the only one capable of fixing the problem that he caused. (laughs) You can't, Erica. For real. You got nothing, lady. Yep. hmm Bark, bark, bark. Yep. You need his ass. She needs his ass. Indeed. If this might be the most we've seen her, like, facade slip around people and yes. get really pissed off. Yeah, because she knows time's running out. We have less than two days, as we've yeah. mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
she really, I think, would have wanted everything to be in its place already by now, and it's truly not. So mm-hmm. she's freaking out. They're lucky that Tommy didn't just go back to the present and stay in the future. Oh to be God, honest, you right? Know? They're lucky for a lot of things, honestly, regarding him. Um, yep. But so, God, I don't ever want to hear Matt Parkman's stupid fucking voice ever again. <laughs> like as long as I live, can I just say that? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where I'm at with it. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> we hear his like stupid thing over the overhead about like go to your happy place and um we see carlos and farah as they're barricading themselves inside the manor because as you recall from the ending of the last episode there's a a whole shit ton of harris that are descending upon them and we see farah talking about melina and tommy or melina and her brother and we're doing like the full connection thing now everyone's heading toward one goal we're going full kirby yeah um but right now, they need to find Micah. They need to find Carlos's nephew, whose name I couldn't remember. So I wrote Carlos's nephew until someone says it later in the episode. And the priest, whose name I also couldn't remember. So I call him the priest. I, can't, I still can't <laughs> remember his priest. I think it's like, it's like, Mercutio. It's something with an M. Uh, it, yeah, it is. It's just, like, I won't even, I won't even, Mauricio? Like, apologize for that. I think, yeah, it's something like that. I won't even apologize for that because they were barely in the show. So... I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna feel sad about that. I'm gonna. I was gonna look it up, but I forgot, and I'm gonna look it up now. But you can continue. And then the nephew is Jose. Yes. So yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, I kept ugh, in my first notes. I kept calling him his dad's name. So, and his dad's dad. So, uh, let's see. So we have Carlos and Farah, and they're like kind of going around the manor together, and they find one of the truthers is dead, and they're like, oh shit, and they encounter more Harris's. And, um, you know, they, they fight against them. And then I love, I love Carlos when he gets to the room with the recording playing and he shoots the, he shoots the like reel to reel. And I'm like, yes, that's the vibe that we're going for. I don't want to hear his stupid voice ever again. (laughs) Not ever. (laughs) Sadly, we will have to though, quite a bit, um, coming up. So we see, um, Carlos, he's like, okay, let's, let's, uh, even the odds a little bit kind of thing. Right. And he goes, and they have his suit. Mm-hmm. So he retrieves his El Vengador suit, and uh, we get gratuitous half-naked Carlos, and all the all the ladies and the gays and everyone's real happy for it. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's you know yeah. I, again, I've always liked that. There's a point in Heroes and in Reborn, I think too, where it switched from like half-naked Ali Larder to look at these men. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. There weren't a lot of shows that did that. I feel like it's definitely kind of a little bit of them and, like, Supernatural. And, like, some shows, like, really knowing how to play to that base and kind of not being afraid to. When there were, you know, lots of so-called, you know, like, you know, plenty of conventionally attractive women around. And yet you would find reasons to have Dean Winchester naked and bloody. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, they know what they're doing. And, yeah, same thing happened with Milo all the time, Peter Petrelli, so... It was it was amusing to me that they, they felt the need to do this. Um, <laughs> as I said in my notes, everyone wins. Um, <laughs> so, um, um, he tells this uh, family story to Farah about the importance of like standing up for yourself, and it's like this whole like story about uh, a relative of his who was supposed to throw a fight and he didn't. Uh, he was like a he was a luchador and uh, he got his legs broken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's hope it doesn't end like that this time. Um, but yeah, standing up for yourself, you know, doing what's right, all that. And we see, um, as he's getting ready over in Matt's office, he's being a whiny little, just a whiny little bitch. Um, cause he's, uh, he's not doing so good in terms of being able to use his power because who should walk into the door but Renee? Oh, yay. That's my kind of reunited right there. Yeah. So Renee, Renee strolls in and he gets at him hard trying to find Micah. And we find out from Matt that, oh, his family left him. And so, <laughs> you know, he's all whiny and shit about that, like always. When doesn't your family leave you? You're a loser. So he's, he's oh, God. And he does the whole thing, too, where it's like the, the mind reader complaint where he's just like, 
Uh, do you know what it's like to have to hear everyone's negative thoughts all the time? It's so much. It's changed me as a person. Shut Bullshit. up. Bullshit. He's like, been able to control it since, like, literally, freaking... Literally. Mm. He's so bullshit. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, buddy, no Evo is going to Gateway unless they're plugged the fuck in. Like, Taylor, Taylor's there, and she's just like, you're not getting shit, buddy. <laughs> like, my mom's going to betray the hell out of you and anyone else. Um, so Renee is a stupid, 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 and he goes, hey, Matt, why don't you just join us? And I'm like, yeah, real, buddy. He's not, like, are you? I was so mad during this We We don't <laughs> like, know when the last time they have crossed paths was, I because Renee again brings up, like, care. he used to be a good family man. And, um... I will give... Oh my god, yeah. Which is also okay. weird, because I do give Matt points, because he also knows Renee's name. Okay, sure, sure. And he and he called him... He, didn't, he said he Renee. Didn't thing. Okay, that's fine. Um, Yeah, no, he's, he does the, like, Matt, come join us thing. And I'm just like, you... Oh my god, you all are so stupid still. Like, you need to learn how serious this is. But don't worry, because Matt's going to show him how serious this is. By um being a little asshole and... um doing something really really fucking cruel mm-hmm. um he stands up because renee kind of lets off a little and um he blasts his gun right next to renee's ear which is like so rude yep. um, i can only ever think of the archer bit where he's got tinnitus from <laughs> from like guns constantly being fired by his ear like because it's not a thing you can do mm-hmm. without having real damage or, like, Hawkeye, who, like, literally goes deaf because of that, because of, like, an explosion. No, it's a true mm-hmm. thing. Like, I know it's on the TV show and stuff, too, but it's in the comics. Like, it's a literal real thing. Um, but, yeah, it fucks him right up, and he's all disoriented, and so Matt takes the advantage. He's able to get right in. He uses his powers, and he grabs Taylor because, like, obvious bargaining chip, right? Eric is killed. Yep. So. Mm-hmm. I'm so mad at them for, like, leaving that door open for him. So goddamn mad. Do you know how much I hate that, like, we should just be on the same side. You used to be me, me, me. Well, he's not anymore, and he's very clear about that. And you need to wake up, buddy. Oh, that makes me so angry. Especially seeing all that he has done. And maybe because they did just... he ain't sorry about none of it. They did just get there, and maybe they just realized, you know, it was Parkman in there. But... I don't... Oh, God. Yep. That makes me so mad. It, it makes me mad in anything. It's not even just me freaking out over this particular set of circumstances on this TV show. I get so mad at that, like, come join us. It's like, they clearly are not you. They're not on your side. They're very not your side. Like, mm-hmm. don't be dumb. Renee, you're, like, the most powerful out of anyone if you want to be. Oh, and 100%. You just have... You have such a heart sometimes, and it just... Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, they could have solved a problem. That's all I'm saying. Just fuck Mac Parkman. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, anyway. It can't run smooth, baby. It can't run smooth. I know. We still have, like, 40 minutes left or whatever. <laughs> like, 30 minutes. So. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. To Miko and Tommy in the future. They are checking the comic book again. And we see Harris in the book. And I want to say that they show the end of the book. And on that last page, it still credits Isaac Mendez as the author and artist. Of the comic, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. fascinating <laughs> because again, it's like how many, how much has he written? I feel like it's kind of like that thing where James Patterson is the author of his books, but he's really not the author of most of his books. A lot of them are ghostwritten. Like I feel like they just do that to be like, look, Isaac Mendez, like not only a fun Easter egg, but also like they just do that for like the sell of the comic. Like, oh, it's still by him, but like, yeah, I don't think it's written by him anymore. Obviously, like he couldn't have done all this. I wonder, though, if, like, what number comic was this? Was it, like, somewhere shuffled in between his final yeah. one? And it just was, like, another storyline that was never mentioned before, you know? Uh, which would be weird, but who knows, you know? But that's the fun, is, like, they know they have this, like, medium where shit like that happens. Comic books, that's that's a thing. That could be a thing. So Yeah, so. Who knows for it's, sure? This random storyline. Yeah. And if it is ghostwritten, who's this other precog writing and drawing? <laughs> Oh, we'll never know. <laughs> anyway, Miko says that Harris was the reason that her and Ren came to America in the first place. And she kind of like tells Tommy who Ren is. Like, he's my partner and the reason I'm, you know, 
here where I am. And she's like, listen, um, you have to send me to the Sunstone, which was the place in the comic, so I can play my part. You've got to, like, you know, you are the master of time and space, you have to save the world. Especially because, you know, she's still glitching out. Her arm is, like, glitching. And he's like, well, I'm going to need something to convince Erica that you're dealt with. And she gives him her ribbon off her hair, like, you know, show her this. And <laughs> if you see Ren, tell him I loved him, too. And I fucking love Tommy's reaction to this. Like, because they put the camera on him right after, and he just, like, grins at her saying, like, oh, tell him I loved him, too. And he's like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to tell Ren you loved him, too. <laughs> you know what Tommy loves? Love. <laughs> it's like, hell yeah, all right. And he sends her off, he boops her away, and Erica comes out, and he immediately turns on, like, oh, I had, you know, I had to do something to save you, I wasn't trying to leave, you know, and he's got her ribbon, and where did she go? She disappeared. Uh, Erica asks if she said anything to him, he's like, yeah, but it was all in Japanese, you know, whatever. <laughs> and when he hands the ribbon over to Erica, it, like, disappears. And he's like, listen, hmm. I've seen enough in the future, let's go back to the present, because I want to know how we're going to save everyone. And she's like, well, you gotta take me to Gateway in Odessa, and then we're gonna save everyone there first. And he's like, Odessa. So obviously he's like, because he knows that that's the end point where he needs to get to anyway. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like how he's like, oh, but it was in Japanese. I do not know Japanese. You liar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they do kind of give him a look at that, like, hmm. Yeah, they do. Like, hmm. Yeah. But would Erica figure that out? Probably not when she's so stressed. Well, if his memories, too, are erased, maybe he doesn't remember. That's true. That's true. There is that. So, yeah. It's kind of like, I guess I have to trust what he says about this. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. So, we follow Miko because she pops in behind the, like, herd of Harrises that are <laughs> going to head into Sunstone. <laughs> and we see this time... A herd of Harrises. <laughs> there's a whole load of harrises out there a flock of harris <laughs> um and we see her leg glitch out now a bit like it's getting worse we also see carlos in his alvengador costume burst into a room where all the captives are being held and he's like the director has no more power over you and we need your help to get out of here <laughs> and we need to find like micah and like my nephew and who should stand up in that room? Father Mauricio. And yes, it's Mauricio. I looked back and found out. <laughs> he stands up and he's like, Micah's being held in solitary. So, and they go over and hug it out. And it's like, yeah, it's Father Mauricio. Yay. Woo. Woo we like him. It's been a while, but this guy. <laughs> it has been a while. I just, I love, I love Carlos in his little suit without the dumb helmet on. Like, it's just, it's a cool mm-hmm. look. It's a cool suit. It's very like Nolan Batman. Yeah, yeah. It's just for kicking ass. So we see... God, why did I give myself all the Parkman parts? So we see... I don't know. I did. Yeah. So so we go over to Matt and, uh, you know, we still got Taylor. And he's digging in and he's seeing everything and he's seeing about Francis. And I'm just like... He loves this. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding mm-hmm. me to think otherwise? He gets off on this, like, power trip so hard. Yep. the fuck out of here with anything else. <laughs> um, And he finds out, oh, she's pregnant. That's a thing he can use. So. Yeah. He's very excited to learn this. Um, And we see, though, that the Harris is, um, they get the drop on Matt briefly. And he's able to do his thing on them, which is genuinely surprising to mm-hmm. me. Because they're basically constructs, and he shouldn't be able to. Like, they're not real. They don't have brains. If Unless he's affecting the real Harris, I don't think that should have worked. Well, like, they're real enough that, you know, we get dust and they don't just vanish. They're not like Eli know, who vanishes. Like, didn't he... Did, didn't they, he do that to Eli, though, before? One of, the, one of the not Eli primes? God, you know, maybe. I don't know. It's been a while. But I should have been mad about that, I th- too. I think you were. I think he did do that to a not Eli Prime. Mm. Unless he was Eli Prime. Okay. I don't remember. Well, but it was... I remember he's encountered this kind of thing before. For the sake of expediency, which I believe the show is doing, mm-hmm. it works. And um, they blow their own little, like, not brains out. And they turn into dust. And then um, we see... Carlos and them, and they find Jose. Yay! And uh, they introduce, uh, you know, he, he introduces Vera to, to Jose. 
And they're like, okay, we gotta find this isolation unit. And then Farah and Carlos do kisses before uh, parting ways, which is sweet. So. Yes. That's, well, that's how you can tell we're really getting down to the end of the season, you know? We gotta get all that stuff. All those all those check boxes marked, I guess. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. They gotta have their moment. I think they did kisses in the so. episode before this, too. They might have, but this was like goodbye kisses. This was like shit's gonna get real kisses. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So... I just like the word kissies. <laughs> same, same, same. Kissies. Yeah. So. Um, going uh, <clears throat> away from here slightly, we see that there is a Harris and he has these specs on to find Evos and they're sitting roadside. And so it's, it's, you know, it's the, it's the group of like two Harris's, a uh, Quentin and a Phoebe. And um, they're just, you know, watching the cars as they go by. And we see eventually Melina and Luke are part of that, and they get blocked in as the trio approaches. And they're like, oh, shit, it's Kravitz people. Like, they got a bail. So they go into a cornfield, which is great for drama. And um, (laughs) so we see a really cool bit where Melina and Phoebe face off properly. And so it's like a whole, like, light versus dark thing, you know. And uh, we see Melina using her power to get this, like, storm going, but then Phoebe uses her power to block it back, and it's it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, very light versus dark, and they go, oh, shit, she can block the powers because then Melina, you know, can't do her storm anymore, and Luke can't do his thing. But Luke realizes, he's like, that's the same darkness that I saw at the summit that day. Mm-hmm. Sucks to be Phoebe in that moment because <laughs> she's going to be fucked that now that he knows that. <laughs> yep. A little too familiar. Because, yeah, he tells her to go, right? Yeah. 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 You didn't say the thing which you wanted to be the episode subtitle you messaged me. <laughs> because um, Bug was walking on my keyboard and moved it around, so I think it's on, like, the bottom now. <laughs> Hold on. It's fucking cat. <laughs> uh, no, okay. So, basically, they split up, or they're going to, and Melina's like, but you can't use your powers. But Luke has his gun, and he says, you can't block a Glock. <laughs> But picture, like, Zachary <laughs> Levi trying to be a badass saying that. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> goodness gracious. So. And we'll learn later on that he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gun, gun win. <laughs> so. In the meantime, let's go to present day Odessa where Tommy and Erica return. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this looks just like where we were in the future. And she's all like, oh, it's amazing what people will accept if it's a familiar package. And reveals how she got the people there. She picked the best and the brightest and got some research grants, stuff like that. And Tommy's like, oh, you mean money? <laughs> that they can't use in the future? <laughs> that they don't know? Yeah, you tell them. You tell her. <laughs> and, well, sometimes people lie for their own good. So... Um, she also says that they don't know that she's mapped their genomes for specific markers, but when they have a healthy population, they'll be thankful. And, like, everything she's saying right now should be red flag, red red flag for Tommy. You know? Lying to people for their own good. But, but maybe, you know, because he's been pulled out of school so much, uh, he didn't get to the unit on literal Nazis doing literal eugenics, (laughs) which is literally what she's talking about. So, true, true. Yeah. He had to hop around schools a fair bit. Um, so, you know, yeah. Yeah. But he also want, he wants to see his mom now, so that's what he wants. Take me to my mother, please. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Carlos is punching indoors. <laughs> More door punching with Carlos. And he's <laughs> in the room where Micah is, and we see Micah all jacked in, and he starts working on the glass to get him out little clip he's on he's working on it mm-hmm. back to melina who is running because she you know looks like go oh, run i'll be fine and but she decides to head back um quentin keeps asking phoebe if she's okay and she's like shut up stop distracting me and eventually they find melina and phoebe manages to get her she wraps her up in these darkness coils and brings them over harris catches up with them and he's like ah good make it quick but the way he says it is kind of like, you know, I could have handled this right now, but I feel like Phoebe needs to get this out of her system because she wanted to kill that bitch so bad. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a good line delivery. Yes. So she doesn't make it quick, which gives Luke the time <laughs> to knock Phoebe out and fire blast Harris into dust. So 
tells Quentin to drop the gun. And Quentin is like, wait, you're the guy from Odessa who stole Noah's car. You guys killed a lot of people. And you were going to kill me. You shot me. And he's like, well, that was my wife. But, you know, I was there to... I kind of, like, saved your ass a little bit. But you gotta love second chances because I can shoot you here now myself. I love that line. One of the few things she was right about. So good. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quinn also asks where Bennett is. And he gets told he's gone. <laughs> and he's kind of like, what? what? Huh? Um... And is again ordered to drop the gun or he will light him up. And at first Quentin doesn't, but then he does because we know he's freaking wishy-washy about it. And <laughs> Luke then conveniently tosses a shunt to Melina and tells her to shunt Phoebe, the little like nose thing that turns her powers off, which I'm like, where did he get that? But, you know. <laughs> yep. A, a grand mystery, indeed. But he has Maybe it. he knows what it is, and the Harris had it. And I don't know. He's got to know what it is with all the, like, research he and Joanne have done. Oh, I'm positive like, he knows what it is. Yeah. I just don't know where he conveniently got it from was the thing. Oh, maybe when they were at the um, Primatech building. Could be. And they were, like, taking the files and stuff. They, it could have been a little treat that they got. Could be. Um, Melina does shunt Phoebe. <laughs> and... Tells Quentin that they're going to answer some questions for them now. So, yep. The Wonder Twins. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I love how it's like, Quentin's like, where's Bennett? And Luke's just like, why the fuck do you care? Mm-hmm. You're working with the Because enemy. just like Siler, he still wants to be his best friend, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> he was his best friend. Noah cool as hell. He was his best friend <laughs> until fucking Noah went yeah. and stepped on a motherfucking butterfly yes. and ruined it. Yes. This is all yes. his fault. So he knows deep down in the core of his bones that he's meant to be friends with that. Yes, man. yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh. he's been displaced. Um, we see the little like travel, like you know, the, the gang ready to go center, and we see Tommy is finally reunited with his mom and with Emily, who's mm-hmm. also there. And I didn't call her Becky in my notes for once, and I deserve credit for that. Um, gee, thanks. <laughs> um. Which, you know, now that they're both, like, physically there in front of him, obviously that's, like, the, you know, definition of, you know, Erica holding something over him. And probably why he hasn't just, you know, told her to fuck off and all this Mm -hmm. time. Um, So Tommy's mom's like, you know, we're going to have to talk, you and me, to Erica. Like, you know, you're... You're getting real close to my boy, and uh, I don't trust you. And oh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to have a conversation about that. But Erica's like, okay, well, I need to borrow him again one more time. And she's like, okay, fine. And Tommy's mom says he can't run away from his true destiny, and the way she says it, like I alluded to earlier in the episode, makes me think that she knows he's supposed to die. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only way that this will actually end. Is that he? He's not meant to survive. Whatever he needs to do with his sister. So. Yeah, it gave me that vibe really hard. So, what does she know? What does she know? I also want to mention that, like, they were. They said they had to leave Carbondale because there was a huge fire after the electrical storm. But for mm-hmm. some reason, they were the only ones evacuated. Justice for mm, Brad. Interesting. <laughs> Oh, no! Not our favorite himbo. Our only himbo we've ever liked on Heroes. Oh, no. Justice for Brad, indeed. We have to save the world, if only for Brad. Damn it! God. You're correct. Justice for Brad! (laughs) Oh, man. Um, So, back to the barn. Uh, Melina is attempting to question Phoebe. And Luca's just straight murderous toward her. (laughs) Because he he knows Mm. now. Like, that's... The bitch that killed his son. <laughs> like, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's going through it. And it's what he says as much, too. He's like, oh, I've seen your work at the summit. Like, you murdered thousands of innocent people, and my son was one of them. And so just him saying that out loud is like, oh, boy, he's going to go loose cannon, potentially. We need to keep an eye on this. Um, but Quentin's trying to defend Phoebe, you know, as a good brother would. He's just like, look, you all know Phoebe was just the gun. Erica Crabb had pulled the trigger. Interesting argument to use. Mm-hmm. Um, not... Not going to be as effective as you think. Um, I love, though, that Luke's just like, yeah, all right. With that, I'm out of patience. And he's going to shoot him. And Quentin tells them what Tommy is for. And about Gateway and Odessa and all that. And Melina is the one who stands up in front of Luke and gets in front of his gun. Yep. Because, like I said, she's a total pacifist. Um, 
also very clear of her to do that in mm-hmm. that moment, even though she wouldn't, you know, heal. Um, so Erica still has Tommy, like, you have enough regrets, do you really need more? And I'm like, yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bad person, so. Uh, but Melina says they'll take them with them. But we see, oh no, there's a Harris lurking in the corn. <laughs> That's why there were two in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he always brings his own backup. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's just like, again, you know, you know me, I'm just sitting here all like, ugh, just shoot them, bring him with them, it's going to be a problem, but, you know, whatever. That's how it goes. Um, and then from there, we see Erica is, it's like, clearly try like, okay, what is the deal with this scene? Like, mm-hmm. am I just not understanding it or something? Like, the way that they're acting with Tommy and, like, trying to get him to sit in that fucking chair... And him acting all, like, kind of weird about it after he gets that bracelet on. Because they're, like, they're sedating him, right? Like, they're trying to? Like... They're definitely, yeah, trying to get him, like... They're, they're doing something. Locked into that chair where he can't get out. Hopefully. Right. Right. But that's not quite how it goes mm-hmm. down. So... I don't know. I always thought that... I, I just feel like it was kind of awkward, the way that they did the scene. Like, how it plays mm-hmm. out. Um... But, you know, we know that Erica's trying to trick Tommy into something, and, you know, she's showing him the little, like, you know, there's, like, a chair in front of the gateway, and um, we see Harris come in, and he tells Erica that Sunstone has been compromised. Parkman went rogue, and Miko is there. All terrible things for her to hear in one sentence. Yep. The other thing was that I thought was interesting was they were also, like, you know, this machine will amplify your power, and you can send anyone who's wearing this watch no matter where they are, mm-hmm. to the future in an instant. So, you know. Yeah, and then he started acting weird after they put it on him, though. And, like, I don't know. I just I thought it was kind of weird. I was having problems with this scene because my internet died at, at one point, and so I had to <laughs> reload my thing a couple times, and it kept well, pausing on this Let me tell you, <laughs> it, uh, it doesn't play any easier when it doesn't. Like, it just, I don't know, it's kind of awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. yeah. I'll so, believe you. Anyway. I believe your interpretation of it. I just probably was like, "Fucking work." <laughs> <laughs> I I, under, I understand completely. Um, yeah. Yep. So. All right, take us home. Country roads. All right. Um. Country roads. Yeah, exactly. I was going to. <laughs> so Carlos is still working on punching down the um, mica glass when Harris comes in. Luckily, though, he is saved by Smoke Priest Father, um, whose name I already forgot again, <laughs> Mauricio. <laughs> Mauricio <laughs> which I should remember his name because he gets shot That's for bad. his trouble by a random ass employee like seconds later and oh, killed Jesus Christ yeah, mm-hmm. and, Classic fucking and the heroes. whole time Carlos is telling Jose to stay hidden so he doesn't have to see uh, the father's body on the ground and he manages now because he's fucking pissed to bust the glass open <laughs> and unplug uh, Micah and um <laughs> Ready to get out of here? Seems like you got a lot ahead of you right now. And Mike is just, like, out of it. But he's like, I need a computer. <laughs> Farrah comes back. And Carlos moves the body before she leads Jose out of the room. And she's like, all right, everyone's ready out front. But by the way, there's a sword-wielding Japanese girl out there handling all the clones by herself. <laughs> so, might not be that big of a problem for them. <laughs> And outside, we see her surrounded by these Harrises until another Harris comes up like, get out of here, she's mine. And if you can figure it out, this is Harris Prime, because they had their little fight earlier in the season. Oh, shit. So, and he's like, I've been looking forward to this. And, (laughs) or she says, I've been looking forward to this. And he's like, really? Because you don't seem to be quite all there because she's glitching out. (laughs) And he has an axe, and she has her makeshift sword, and they fight. She eventually gets a blow on him, but there's more fighting, and he takes the upper hand, and he's about to, like, cut her head off, and he's like, when I finish putting out your lights, I'm gonna kill you and your father game over. So she fucking stabs herself through herself and through him. (laughs) Hell yes. It's so cool. And then, like, don't get ahead of yourself, and she cuts Harris's Prime's head off, and they all go to dust everywhere. Just all the Harris's are gone. Rip Harris's. Rip. Yeah. And Carlos sends out there like, okay, who the hell are you? What are you? And she's like, I was Katana Girl, and she vanishes away. So. No! 
Rip Katana go. Girl too? Question mark? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love that fight. I love it. It's good. It's like, yeah, I enjoy it very much. And Harris getting, you know, fucking pwned. Amazing. Mwah. Wonderful. Love it. It was quite the long fight, which we don't get very much on Heroes, to be honest. That's true. So back inside Sunstone, Micah is now at the computer at the director's desk. And he's like, I got a lot of undo. Everything that, like, Erica put out there was all me. <laughs> so here's the skinny. <laughs> Tomorrow, babes, two massive solar flares are coming to Earth. <laughs> the first one is going to destroy North America. And then with the second one, the rest of humanity will be gone. <laughs> so we finally get, like, full confirmation of what exactly is coming and the timetable. Mm-hmm. So... Micah's like, I'm ready. I've connected to every live media outlet. And he broadcasts that they have been f- that the people have been fed a pack of lies by Erica Kravid. And he has proof. And we get to see the outtakes from Suresh's like, I did this to the summit thing <laughs> with this guy in front of a green screen. And he messes up the line. So Erica comes out. And we also find out that, no, that was not Mohinder. It was a fucking shapeshifter the whole time doing that message. Of course, you know. <laughs> And he's like, evils and non-evils, you're meant to share this world. Now let's stand together and fight. We'll see what that does. I mean, the sad thing is, is this, if this was a real thing going down in today's world, that wouldn't have changed a damn thing. People have been like, mm, fake news, deep mm-hmm. fake. Burr, 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 burr. I'm sure there are people during that time thinking that too. Like, how can I believe that? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But you know how, like massively things have changed Mm -hmm. in regards to that like that used to be the thing that ended the show or the movie was the grand like haha the villain has been exposed and i'm like "Mm, it's not that easy anymore Mm -hmm. i just thought that was interesting in like the context of today watching that now oh yeah 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 i agree justice for mohinder justice for mohinder it was funny because he got to like drop the accent like i think i'm doing yeah 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 so good. So. He's so charming. That Indeed. He's so indeed. Charming. So he was in it once more, at least. I don't think he shows up again. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> Me either. Um, so we go to Erica's office and she gets brought Joanne in handcuffs and tells the person brought her in, remove the cuffs. We don't need them. Because guess what? She needs a new fucking hench because her hench got killed. Mm. But um, Joanne's kind of like, all right, why am I here? What the hell's happening? And she's like, mm, you had, you've done some top work out there. And reveals that, yes, yeah, she's the one who's been covering it up. That whole thing where it was like claiming Mr. Rush took whatever responsibility for that big fire mm-hmm. and stuff. And she's like, you've mm-hmm. been doing it, huh? And then she's like, ah. They're lying that I'm behind June 13th because obviously Joanne would want to kill her if she was, in fact, the one that killed her son. <laughs> She's like, no, they're lying. Like, they lie about everything, like you were just talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And she pulls the, I'm a mother too. I know the pain evils have brought into our world. And that's what makes Joanne sit down. And she wants to provide her with an opportunity to make a real difference. And she shows her her next target. She has a new protector, but I think that will make the assignment even more enticing. And we see the picture of Luke and Melina. And then we see (laughs) a bunch of cars with a whole bunch of different people in it. (laughs) Like all of our different groups are in their different cars and like whatever miles to (laughs) Odessa. And then we see the sun shoot out like it's two solar flares to be continued. Oh boy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Shit's getting real. It's getting real. Got a timetable. And Noah <laughs> Bennett was absent from the whole yes, episode. We, we still don't know what what's up. He wasn't he wasn't in a single mm-hmm. bit of it. Nope. He is absent. I'm sure he's probably fine. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't remember if he shows up in the next one. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if he shows up in the next one. Maybe at yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Because he's in mm-hmm. the finale. He is. He is. So uh what'd you what'd you think I of the episode? It was good. Had a lot of good stuff in it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Matt Parkman being a complete ass. God. If anyone needs to get beheaded, like... <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> sit Harris down and, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. God damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't even think he gets, like, any good, like, comeuppance or karma. No, or he's, he just, he's left like... in limbo from what I remember, and we'll see. <sighs> yeah. We'll see. Yeah. 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 Fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
unsatisfying. All right. But yeah, we only have two episodes left, and we're done watching, like, all the main, you know, episodes of the show and of the spinoff. Wow. Damn. Ka-chow. Yeah, that's crazy. Damn, we're getting there. We're getting there. I, I love how long it's taken us, because it's so fun to talk about doing this podcast still, and people are like, you're still doing the heroes <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> Stuff happens. It took longer than we figured. Yep. 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 We're not in a fucking hurry. It ain't a race. No. It'll get up when it gets up. Completely. Yeah. All right. Well, do we want to do socials? Sure. Do you want to say goodbye? What do we want to do? <laughs> yeah. Do you got any socials you want to share? <laughs> um, just, just uh, you know, my TikTok. But it, it's like, if you don't give a shit about the band My Chemical Romance right now, I got nothing for you. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I'm going to eventually do more things, but you got to lean in while you can to get the following. You know? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. Plus, it's just fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to have fun. Got to find some joy in life. Um, Completely. I'm in the ether, but if you want to talk to uh, <laughs> us, you can find us on the Discord. The link will be so in the show notes. That's at, at I'm in the ether. At. <laughs> <laughs> that might not be me. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I mean, you are still technically on Twitter. You just don't tweet. Yeah, do I? yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I'm on Twitter. I just I look at it sometimes and then leave. <laughs> yeah, me too. I go, oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh god, I commented on this fanfic the other night, and someone was like, "Oh man, you must not be on Twitter because that's all people are talking about." And I was like, "Oh, how times have changed." Because like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, "Are they? They're not talking about it on Tumblr or anything." But yeah. They're all their own little ecosystems at this point. They are. They truly are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Follow us on Discord. Not follow. Come join us to talk on the Discord. <laughs> the link will be in the show notes. Tell us about what you thought about this episode, what you thought about anything for heroes. Come on in. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to hear more of us, as I mentioned earlier, you can listen to From Beyond Fandom, where we talk about whatever we want. Which is... Yeah, it's just random shit every week. Yeah. Um, you, there's a mini-sode yeah. where I talk about baseball and <laughs> the weird situation happening with that. And uh, <laughs> Keisha, in yeah. the most recent one, talks about My Chemical Romance Lost Media and Found Media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and then I threaten her uh, on Discord that they found more stuff. And she's like, that's nice. And pats my little head <laughs> and uh, moves on with her life, which is the correct thing to do. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's for the updates. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, I haven't watched any of that yet, um, but it exists. So, yeah, you could check us out over there, um, talking about stuff and things, kind of whatever we want, which is fun. So, you know, we have a couple things down down the uh, pipeline, but not many. We're really and truly getting close to like closing this chapter of our lives. <laughs> so, uh, be dramatic about it. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Uh, we have like, uh, I guess like uh, on average, like a thousand plus miles left to Odessa. So, you know, vroom, vroom. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.